when it's running through the intro, like playing the song or whatever, it should just be like pictures of us, like like law and order type, like us just doing like random things, like reading a book or like someone like painting a house, some shit like that. It's like black and white pictures. Bum, 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 bum. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Guys Who Talk About Sports podcast. This is Joe, and I'm joined today by Zach and Brent. And today we'll be talking about NFL Week 7 matchups. We're going to be starting with talking about who is in the lead of our podcast, or sorry, of our picks for our podcast, and that's obviously me. Last week, I went five, nine and five, uh, adding to my overall of, let's check on that, 20 and eight. I'm absolutely dominating. Um, Zach is coming up second with 19 and nine, and Brent is rounding us out of the bottom with 17 and 11. So let's talk about that first. Let's uh, let's talk let's talk our records. Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling good in, in the lead right now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think that uh, you've picked some um, some good games. I think you've also picked some bonehead games that would have actually put you up a couple more games. Um, specifically, in Week Five, you picked Washington. Um, that was tough against the Rams. That was that was a bonehead move, um, but um, you know I, we'll see. Brent, you shocked me last week. Last week, seven seven tough record. Um, you know, I'm right there in striking distance. I'm feeling good. So, to be honest, guys, I think you're looking a lot more at the final product than you know the specifics of how it ended that way. A couple of those games, mm-hmm. I was pretty close. Texans in overtime. You know the Bengals. Right. Had the Colts on their heels for a little bit. I was right, right there. So, you know, it's not looking good right now, but it's a long season, guys. The water finds its level. It's a long season. Water finds its level, guys. Don't you worry about it. Joe, I'm coming. (laughs) All right, well, I'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, But we're going to start off with Thursday night's game, the one in five Giants and at the one, four and one Eagles. The spread is minus four and a half for the Eagles. Zach, let's hear your pick first. Um, I'm actually going to come out and pick the Eagles. Um, the Giants looked pretty pretty slow on offense versus uh, Washington last week. Uh, maybe that speaks credit to the Washington football team's defense, but um, I think the Eagles are actually better. I mean, we all know they're a good team. They're all just dealing with injuries, um, a ton of them. I think they're down to their fifth string. Uh, right tackle and like fourth string right guard so the right side is completely depleted and um it's tough when Alshon Jeffrey and uh, Deshaun Jackson don't even play for you you know they haven't played many games and that's some of their top talent out there in the wide receiver and Carson has nobody to throw to so um but I still take them over really still struggling Daniel Jones um I, I think the Eagles win this but it's gonna be a close one for sure Brent um this is, yeah, I agree with you, Zach. I mean, this whole division is kind of a, a shit show right now, if you ask me. Um, I really like Carson Wentz, though. I mean, he's playing a lot better. He's been playing a lot better. He was getting a lot of hate in the beginning. I'm not really sure why. I mean, it was kind of bullshit, if you ask me. But the Giants aren't as bad as everyone says either. I mean, I think they've been mm-hmm. – no judge has been coaching them up real, real well. Their defense is not playing great, but, you know – the. They're playing better, and Daniel Jones isn't isn't terrible. You know, he's finding Darius Slayton. Slayton's foot is bothering him right now, so that's kind of hurting them as well. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Eagles. I know they got a bunch of injuries. 
I don't, I'm not sure if Sanders is going to play. He's questionable right now. He's been their one shining star besides Wentz. He's had a great year. He came out of the game last week. So I'm going with the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles as well. I mean, like last week against the Ravens, they looked pretty bad, but they didn't look as bad as, you know, I feel like the Giants, to beat the Eagles, they'd have to play a lot better against the Washington football team. Um, You know, Wentz, you guys have both said it. He needs wide receivers. He needs somebody. I mean, I watched the film last week, and it was just drop after drop after drop. And he – I mean, Zach, you hit it on the head with the offensive line. Mm. They're terrible. Wentz has no time. And when he does have time, he makes good passes. He makes, you know, good decisions. Um, I agree. He's he's just doing he, – he is trying to do too much, and that is not his fault. He's trying to put his team into a position that, he, that they can win. He um, has to. He has no choice. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. What he's got no choice. So – uh, I'm definitely going with the Eagles on that one. Uh, and I like the spread of four and a half. That seems about right. Um, all right. So the next game, we've got the clash of the undefeateds, the Steelers at the Tennessee Titans, both five and zero. Oh. Steelers are favorited uh, with under two. Um, and that's too flat. So um, Brent, let's hear what you got on this one. This one is real tough. I keep betting against Tennessee and they keep, you know, proving me wrong. Um, Steelers have a great defense, though. I mean, I think we can all agree now that trade for Minka Fitzpatrick was just unbelievable. You know, I mean, he is a star. Great. So I think they're going to I think they're going to give Derrick Henry some trouble. I really do. Tannehill's been having a hell of a year, too, though. He's I think he's had like. I think he's played enough over a long enough period of time, two seasons now, where I, I think he's established himself. You know, he's a good quarterback. It was the first time Tennessee. he threw for five touchdowns. I'm going Tennessee. I'm going Tennessee. Yeah. I think they're going to – I think they're really going to give – you know, they have the number one ranked defense, the Steelers. They're going to give Derrick Henry a bunch of trouble, you know, but it all comes down to how Tannehill plays, and I think he's been playing really well. So I think I'm going to go with Tennessee this week. Okay. Zach? Um, I'm actually going to have to agree. I, I'm going to go with Tennessee as well. Um, although I really, really like the Steelers. Um, I think Derrick Henry is just going to make, you know, make some ridiculous play, break another 90-yard touchdown. Um, I could see it already. You get through the first level, you can – I mean, he's got breakaway speed. The guy is unbelievable. Um, the Steelers' defense is really good. And they get after the quarterback, but um, if Tannehill can keep, you know, not turn the ball over and pick up the first downs on third down conversions when they need them, and if they win the turnover battle, I think they pull out a close game, especially playing at home. But um, the Steelers are definitely a good team, and I think this, you know, don't let this, you know, loss if they get it on the record, you know, diminish anything that they've done. Big Ben's back, and I think they're, it's going to be a close game. Yeah, um, I am going against you guys. I'm going with the Steelers. Uh, the Titans came out really, really fucking fast and strong against the Texans. But the second half, they were a completely different team. So, I mean, I know Derrick Henry had that 94-yard touchdown. But um, other than that, there weren't many highlights in the second half for uh, the Titans. Whereas the Steelers, they played a whole game. I mean, they absolutely whooped. 
the fucking Browns. I mean, I I just wrote in my notes and guns after that game. I was just I was just blown away by how overall good the Steelers looked. I mean, the pass rush is elite, the defensive line's elite, the secondary is elite. Big Ben has all the time in the world to pass, you know, even with Miles Garrett coming out. So uh, Claypool, Claypool, um, I wouldn't say, you know, elite yet, but he's legit. Um, he's he's definitely making a name for himself. And so, I mean, they, they absolutely murdered the Browns. So I, I think that they continue their winning streak, um, taking it to the Titans. But we move on. To the Bills and oh, I'm sorry. To the Cowboys and the Washington Football Team. Uh, the Cowboys are coming in with a two and four record, and the Washington Football Team has a one and five record. And the Washington Football Team is actually favorited minus one. Zach, let's see what you got. Wow, is it at Washington? It is. Yeah, it is. It, it, yeah. Um, so I'm going with Washington. Uh, what a What's the over-under? It's got to be like in the 40s, low 40s. Oh, I don't God. think this is going to be a high-scoring game at all. Um, I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Well, actually, I don't even know. Now I'm yeah, thinking about it. The Cowboys defense. Struggle is the right word. But the Cowboys defense is terrible. And well, No, I'm saying that defensively, everyone's going to struggle. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think – we'll see. I think it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I have no idea how Kyle Allen's going to play. I mean, they lost a close one last week. They probably should have went. I mean, they made the right choice to go in for two. Um, Kyle probably should have ran it, but didn't. Um, I don't know. I think that's something that was probably looked at in film. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see how the locker room gets around that and how you know, they play for him. But Andy Dalton's struggling in Dallas, and their defense is horrendous. So look for a big day for Terry McLaurin. Um, so, but I'm picking Washington. All right, Brent. God, the Cowboys are just pathetic, man. What is wrong with them? I mean, it's obvious Dak is out. It's clear now. I mean, wh- why does it take Dak being out for them to run the ball from under center? To give the ball to Zeke, he, he needs to get going. You need to give him two to three carries in a row. And from under center. They do this stuff out of the shotgun. And then when they send them out on these little routes, they don't even throw them the ball. They throw the ball to Tony Pollard. I was screaming. Zeke's on my fantasy team, by the way. So this is a big reason why. I mean, I know he had fumbleitis today or on Monday. You know, like it gets that stuff gets in your head. It really does. But Redskins got their own set of problems. How how's their defense? Their defense has been struggling as of as of late, right? Um, I think they just came out that they were ranked 13th in mm-hmm. overall. I think they were you – know, they're, they're, they're right. I think they were um, better against the run than the pass. I, don't, I think they were like – pass, I think they were like 17th in the run. I think they were like nine or something like that. Yeah, well, the only bright spot in the Washington secondary is Kendall Fuller. I mean, the oh, other – Four picks and – Landon Collins, I mean, he can come down the hill and he can hit like a motherfucker, but it, it doesn't seem like – it. Right, that's, that's about he it. He doesn't wrap up. He he lowers the boom with his shoulder, and if he doesn't if he doesn't lay him out, which he's when he gets him, he gets him. But he he whiffs a lot. Right, right, yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah. So Brent, keep going. Um, 
That's a that's a tough one. That's another toss up. Um, I I really think this week, or I I'm praying to the heavens that they just get back to the basics. The Cowboys I'm talking about. They get back to the basics and they just give the ball to Zeke and they pound the rock. Dalton is his timing is all off with the receivers. Uh, hopefully that'll come over time, but. I think they're hopefully they pound the rock with Zeke and get back to basics. I'm going Cowboys. Okay. Um, I'm going with the Washington football team. And that's, I mean, the Cowboys looked terrible last week. I mean, the secondary for you know, the whole defense is bad, but the secondary was just getting scorched. I mean, I know that they've got that the Cardinals had um, DeAndre Hopkins, but my God. Like letting Larry Fitzgerald run all over them uh, is is not a good look. Um, but I'm I'm going with yeah I'm going with the Washington football team. Uh, Zeke fumbled all over the field. Uh, you can't win with turnovers like that. Uh, Dalton didn't look comfortable. Um, and I mean, you were right, Brent, with the timing with between the Dalton and the wide receivers. It just so, it, it's just obviously not there. So. Uh, I think the uh, the Washington football team gets away with this one. I, I don't think that it's going to be like that later on in the season. But for this game, I think the Washington football team pulls it out. Um, all right. So let's keep moving here. Now we got the Bills and the Jets. Uh, the Bills are coming in four and two. The Jets are still winless. Oh, and six. The Bills are favorited minus 13 and a half. Brent, let's hear what you got. So... I heard Colin Coward talking about this the other day. Um, the Jets, without Sam, since they drafted Sam Darnold, which was, what, three years ago by now, um, when he doesn't play, they're 0-8. And if that isn't a testament to how talented this kid is, I don't know what is. He's literally playing with nothing, with a JV football team. And – He's got it's we're ruining him. Yeah. They massacred my boy. But I'm going with the Bills, obviously. Um, I think they're gonna bounce back. Um, the Jets are just pathetic. I don't, I don't see anyone on the schedule that we can honestly beat. Um, we traded McClellan for a six-round pick to the Bucks, I believe, um, the other day. So they're just tearing it all down at this point. Um, Gase, I don't, I don't even think it's a hot seat anymore at this point. It's just, it's scapegoat. Really submerged in fire, you know. Like he's he's gone. It's just they're honestly, it's so impressive how bad this man is, and that he's been a head coach for so long that he's been able to just ride the coattails of Peyton Manning. I'm sorry, I'm ranting here. I can go all day. He's been able to ride the coattails of Peyton Manning who he was the offensive coordinator of, what, five years ago by now? And he was able to get two head coaching jobs out of it. And he's terrible. He's been at the bottom of the league in offense every year he's been a head coach. Ryan Tannehill leaves him. He's amazing. Why do you think that is? I guarantee you we're probably going to move on to Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's just the fact of the matter. I guarantee you wherever Sam Darnold goes, I guarantee you he's going to be great. For 10, 15 years. He ends up somewhere like Pittsburgh, New England. Who knows? I'd love I if he landed in Washington. I'd, I'd love if he landed in Washington. Then, 
Even that, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Zach, let's hear what you got. All right, so you're taking um, this. Um, yeah, I think I'm going Bills. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna also take the Bills. Um, I like the Bills a lot. They came out really flat against a good Chiefs team, and they never were able to catch back up. Um, I guess not too flat. I mean, they had a touchdown stuff on Diggs score. They were pretty even at half, at least close. Um, but um, the Chiefs are just such an elite team. But uh, it is nice that was kind of like a, a check, a talent check on themselves to see um, how they matched up. And to me, they passed the test. I mean, they're not ready yet. They're going to learn a lot of uh, critical lessons along uh, the way facing some adversity and some tough games down the line that I think is really going to pay off uh, come later down the season. I think they're a team to look out for, for sure. Um, everybody was really high on them, and then they lost, and everybody's kind of like, eh, are they real? They got an easy game here in the Jets. They need to make sure that they put their best foot forward and move on to the next week after. But don't overlook them because Sam Darnold's not playing, but it's the NFL. Anything can happen. So but I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, I'm going with the Bills too. Um, if I, I feel like if the Chiefs – didn't play one of their like when I was watching the game I was so impressed Zach we were talking about this yesterday I was like raving about the Chiefs like unbelievable um and I feel like if the Bills were playing anybody else they probably would have won that game uh they they played well they had good pass protection Josh Allen was you know making good choices they had a decent run game uh they just couldn't lose against the Chiefs and that's that's that happens but this Jets team, um, Brent, you are 100% right. Uh, Sam Darnold, he needs to be somewhere else, or the Jets need to be have a complete overhaul or something. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if Trevor Lawrence gets drafted there. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the same stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who you put back there, um, when the whole culture is just awful. So, um, yeah, uh, the, the Jets, they shot themselves in the foot. Gase needs to go. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely taking the Bills on this. Um, so we've got the Panthers, who are coming in at 3-3, three and three, at the Saints, who are 3-2. and two. The Saints are favorited 7.5. Brent, or sorry, Zach, let's hear what you got. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints. Um I like the Saints this year. I think Drew Brees looks okay. Alvin Kamara is always good. Uh, Panthers are also a good team. Surprising new head coach, um, Matt Rule, actually made them or has them playing pretty well. They lost to a Falcon, very desperate Falcons team uh, last week. So um, I can't can't fault them for that. Um, but they're coming into the, the Superdome. It's always hard to play there. I don't know if there's fans going to be there or not. But regardless, um, Drew Brees is always pretty good there. So – you know, Michael Thomas being out is really hurting their offense, but I still think Sean Payton, you know, draws some things up, and uh, I think that they win this game. Right. Um, you know, I really have not liked how Breeze has looked this year. He has aged week after week. And if, he's, if it's looking this bad in the beginning of the season, how – do you see any way it gets better? As it goes on, I mean, I don't. Uh, the The Panthers are getting McCaffrey back soon. Uh, Mike Davis finally, finally evened out. He finally had a, you know, um, 
below average week. I, I saw that coming. Bridgewater is looking looking decent. I'm going to take the Panthers because I just don't like how Breeze is, has has been looking, you know, um, until they get Thomas back. Kamara's still great, obviously. I think he's the best running back in football right now, but I think Breeze not being able to push the ball downfield is really hurting Kamara on a on a big scale. Uh, imagine what he's doing if they could, you know, have a downfield threat. But I'm going to go with the Panthers. Nice. Yeah, I'm going actually the Panthers as well. Um you know, hearing that Michael Thomas got into a fight at practice, it's kind of uh, swaying me away from the center right. here. Um, but yeah, I'm going with the Panthers. I, that was last week. I was um, going into the bye week, I think. But um, yeah, I'm going with the Panthers. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater looks pretty good this past week against the Bears. I mean, these these Bears are hot. Like, I, I don't know how they keep winning, but they're looking real good. Um, so, but, but the Panthers played well, they played tough against them. Um, Davis ran pretty well, DJ Moore played pretty well. So, uh, if they can pull it all together, I think that, uh, the Panthers take this one. Uh, so we're going to keep moving along, um, with the Packers at the Texans. So the Packers coming in four and one, uh, after that loss to the Buccaneers, which is, is pretty intense. Um, and the Texans, who are one and five, Packers are favorited minus three and a half. Brent? The Flackers, they're nothing but frauds. Time and time again. Happened last year, too. What were they, 13 and three? Got pushed around by the 49ers twice last year. And, you know, they can beat the bad teams, but when it comes to a team that's not going not gonna to back down and is going like, to hit you back in the mouth, they back down every single time. They're too finesse. They're not a power team. I love Rodgers, you know. I really liked how the Texans looked, you know. They really gave it the Titans a run for their money. They could not stop Henry, but Watson's looked great since Bill, Bill O'Brien left. Um, I'm going to go Texans. I like it. I like it. Nice, nice. Zach? I mean, I got to take the Packers. I just for a second changed my pick to the Texans, but then I was like, nah, I got to change it back to the Packers. I have to. Yeah. I believe in my convictions. I think that uh, – <laughs> we'll see. We'll see who wins. I think. I just think that uh, Aaron Rodgers um, – I mean, I think they're just going to, you know, have, have put up too many points against uh, a team in the Texans that are just really – I mean, I know they're they – played the – Titans pretty well, but the Titans don't really put up points like that. And um, the different style of offense, I think that's a different matchup. But I think for this Texans team, um, the only way they win is in a shootout. And I don't think they'll be able to keep up with the Packers right now. Um, so, especially coming off the win against the Bucks, I just think that they are going to come out firing and they're not going to just lay another egg and think just to steamroll everybody because they're the Packers. I think they come out there and I think they start running the ball, and I think they, you know, get the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands quick and get it to the playmakers. And we'll see what happens, Brent. I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens. You're right. Well, you know, the first quarter of the Packers against the Buccaneers that came out, yes. it up. so um, I'm going with the Packers, but I actually changed my pick um, earlier today. So I had, I had the Texans checked off, but 
I, I, I went I went with my gut last week against the Packers, and I'm going with my gut this week for the Packers. Um, I think that they're they're just too good to lose like that back to back. Um, Rogers, you know, wait a you know what actually their their left tackle um, back backyari is that how you say it? Yeah, um, but their left tackle he actually went down at the end of the game last week. So I'm still I'm sticking with the Packers, but um, they got to make sure they give Aaron Rodgers time. Uh, you know, or get the ball out quick. Right, exactly. Actually, and you know what? It took J.J. Watt a long time to get going last week, but he eventually did get going. So if the Packers come out firing and, like, if they get up early, they're going to win this game. But if they kind of are flat coming out of the coming out of the gate, the Texans are probably going to take it. But I'm going with the Packers on this one. Uh, so we're going to keep moving here. We've got the Browns, who are 4-2. and two. Going in against the Bengals, who are one four and one. Um, Brent, let's hear what you got on that one. I'm going with the Bengals this week again. I really like the Bengals. I think they've been showing improvement week after week. I actually really like their coach a lot. I think he's been having them play hard. Joe Burrow is completely changed. You know, teams really take the mentality of their quarterback and. The Bengals are really getting behind Joe Burrow and his leadership. You know, I wasn't sure. I knew he was going to struggle coming into the league. We all knew that, you know, he's on the Bengals. They lack a lot of talent, but his leadership has really, really been impressive. You know, he's, he's playing hard. He's not, he's not afraid. He's taking the hits. He's getting back up and he's got them playing well. He's got Joe Mixon finally coming out of his slumber. I guess he woke up and realized that, you know, it's time to play football. I, I'm, I wish it wasn't against me in fantasy, but it was. Um, is Kareem Hunt better? Do you guys know? I know he was banged up last week. He played, was bothering he played him. last week. Um, I know he played on some limited reps. Um, yeah, he's probably feeling better. I I'm not sure on that one. Um, I don't like Baker Mayfield. He better get more commercials in, man, because it is short-lived. I'm going yeah. Bengals. Yeah, I guess for Baker Mayfield, that NFL is going to stand for not for long because uh, he is not playing well. He's a bum. Yeah, he's a Zach. bum. Oh, I'm I'm gonna take the Bengals um, for sure. I think the Browns got some problems with quarterbacks, as we've said. I do like their quarter their coach though, Steve Stefanski. I think that he is doing the right things as much as you can with Hunt and um, you know you have Hunt and uh, Nick Hunt or. Nick Chubb back there. Why, why wouldn't you give him the ball? It's definitely, definitely keep it out of uh, Baker Mayfield's hands, you know. Yeah, well, Chubb's out for – I mean, he's on IR. Okay. Yeah, he's um, out But regardless, it's – you run the ball with Hunt. Um, but I still think that I also like, Joe Burrow – Sorry. Hmm? I also think like Ernest Johnson, their third-string running back. He's actually not bad either, but sorry to interrupt. Continue. No, you're good. Um, I, I I think the Bengals win. Uh, I like Joe Burrow. I like Tyler Boyd. I like what they got going there. Um, you were completely right. I think teams take the mentality of their um, quarterback, and Joe Burrow's coming in there, and he wants to win, and that's shown. And he's not he's not happy with losing. I think um, that's really a, a culture builder. I know that like you are going to lose in the NFL. Like you just have to take it, but it's how you respond and try to, you know. How you how you deal with is you know what makes you who you are in the league. So 
it'll be interesting to see. But I'm taking the Bengals. All right, cool. So you got I'm I'm going Bengals too. Um, you know, they they look good. They looked good against Colts. Uh they made good play calls. Joe Burrow was pretty good with the ball. He was getting it around. Joe Mixon looked good. Um they they were tough on offense. They looked they looked good. Um so I'm I'm sticking with the Bengals, especially from that ass whooping that the Browns got last week. I, I think that they're gonna be licking their wounds and I, I don't think Baker comes you know, he, he 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 doesn't seem like the kind that can bounce back from a loss like that. Um, and I think that's what you were saying, Zach, about Joe Burrow. He can he he seems like the kind who can rally his team around himself. And Baker just I I, I just haven't seen it yet from him. So um, yeah, I'm definitely taking the Bengals on that one. But next- I think it's just uh, if, yeah, I think it's just more of like. Every single time they step on the field, they know that, like, he's going to make a play. And, you know, I think it's the more – it gives you the chance of winning, and, like, that's exciting, and that's more motivation that he doesn't – even he subconsciously just brings with his attitude. And his I wouldn't you know what I mean? necessarily say it's that he knows he's going to make a play. I mean, obviously, he's got the confidence. He knows he can put oh, the- out there. But he, he comes out just – with, with the leadership and the swagger, you know, and they yeah, kind of it's just, an aura. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I know, like, that's generally what you were trying to say, you know, mm-hmm. but he, he comes out there and he's ready to go. You know, he, he's completely changed the culture there. I yeah. mean, last year they would just come out and be like, all right, it's like the Jets, just like, all right, another loss, another loss. Here we go. And right. him, he's like, come on, let's go. Like, I'm ready to go. Let's win. Right, mm-hmm. like they, they came out really well against the Colts um, last week after yeah, getting, out firing. At, well, right after absolutely getting dominated by the Ravens. So, I mean, you can see that that leadership already. Yeah, and all he's got to do is just learn how to finish, and that comes with experience. You know, he's he's a he's a young buck, but he's impressed me a lot, to be honest. I I really I wasn't sure how he was gonna how he was gonna be coming in, you know, because. A lot of these guys that go to these big time programs like Alabama, LSU, you know, Georgia, like they, they don't have to deal with adversity, you know, like they're, everything goes the way it should until what the SEC championship game or the national championship game or like, you know, the big time games when in the NFL, it's week by week, it's always going to be a problem. You're always going to, you're going to have people like situations like the Eagles where everyone's hurt and you have to carry the team. And can you do that? Yeah. Right. right. And, you know, by the time they get to the SEC championship, they've already got a PS4 for free. So they live too comfortably almost. And like, that's not saying that guys don't make it, you know, I think two is going to be really good too. It's just, you never know. You never know. You're right on that. All right. So we're going to keep moving. We've got the lions who are two and three at the Atlanta Falcons who got their first win. Um, Oh wait, no, sorry. Who'd they get their first win against? The Panthers, I thought. Panthers, that's right. Um, so they're one and five, and the Falcons are favorited under two and a half. Zach, let's see what you got on this one. Roll Falcons. I got Atlanta fever. Um, I think they're going to come out big in this game. Julio's back is just a juvenation to this offense. Um, Todd Gurley's going to have a great game. He, he's been looking good. He's back home in Georgia, and I think that that means a lot to be home by family and so I don't know. He just like the last couple of years, him in um, in Los Angeles just looked so wrong. I don't know what it was. 
um, he just wasn't getting touches or Sean McVay was done with him or maybe he was hurt. Or, regardless, I'm excited to see that he's back and playing decent at least. Um, the Lions are a train wreck. I think Matt Patricia is pedestrian head coach. I think he needs to be fired and moved on just because he coached with Bill Belichick doesn't mean he's a good coach. Um, he's lost a countless amount of um, close games. Uh, he's not – he can't finish – um, that's for sure. And Matt Stafford, it's a great quarterback. Like I, they have some talent. They they can do it. But um, I, I, I'm picking the Falcons. Right. Um. Well, it's good to see that Julio finally woke up from his uh, from his slumber too. A lot of people have been hibernating recently. I guess you know. Well, what it is is they kind of this first month of the season has really kind of been the preseason if you really think about it. So now players are kind of starting to figure it out, find their groove, but Julio finally had a good game. I think the Falcons are just a dumpster fire. How long before you think they start just selling everyone? I mean, they're probably going to start over. I'm sure they're done with Matt Ryan at this point. I know he threw four touchdowns this past week, but you need a mobile quarterback in today's game. Mm -hmm. Um, Gurley on the other hand, Zach, I know you said he's back. Um, I don't, think he's back i he played okay the past couple of weeks i don't even think he played that well this last week um i think at this point you know running backs fall off the hill quick it happens like yeah. like that you know it's just that's just that you lose a step and you're too slow like i'm going with the lions i'm going with the lions i really like deandre swift and i really like uh you know stafford stafford do his thing um, I don't like Matt Patricia, but he's playing coaching for his job at this point. And <laughs> like um, Matt Patricia. <laughs> yeah. I I I like Swift. I think they need to get him involved a little bit more. And Galladay, he's finally healthy, so I'm going with the Lions. Yeah, I actually have the Falcons circled here, but um I think I'm gonna pull a uh, pull Pulling the pull plug out of my hat, out of my ass, maybe. I'm going with the Lions. Um, you know, they they looked really, really good against a terrible Jags defense. So, you know, that at least tells me that they can play against shitty teams and they can pull through. Um, Matt Stafford looked pretty good. He looked comfortable back there. Uh, he was making good decisions. Uh, Swift was helping him out big time. So, I mean, I, I'm taking the Lions here, but I do want to say that, you know, I think that the Falcons also did look good last week against a terrible Vikings team. So, I mean, they both played well against terrible defenses, but uh, I think the Lions have got this one. But, uh, I mean, to, to, your, to your question there, Brent, I'm, I'm not I – think, I think Todd Gurley is back adjacent. I think that he's not going to be who he was, but I think he's still going to be, you know, a, a, a good – RB2 in any fantasy. Serviceable. Yeah, or a flex yeah. option. Yeah, I mean, by no means am I saying the man sucks. He's NFL running back. He's And he was, at one point, literally single-handedly winning people fantasy championships. I mean, he did for me in 2017, at least. Like, I understand. he's It, it happens, you know? And I, I do think he has found his place on the Falcons. I think they should give him the ball more. If anything, that's what would kind of help him. They're probably trying to, you know, limit his workload. So he survives the next, the rest of his contract. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not disagreeing. I just, 
It happens so quickly. You just hate Todd Gurley, and you never want to see him succeed. I get it. Well, <laughs> you know, I never want to see a man do bad unless he's playing against me in fantasy. Right, of course. In which case, Todd Gurley, listening to this, <laughs> I'm coming for you, man. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's keep moving off of that uh, ominous threat to Todd Gurley. Um, just kidding, Todd. Not by no means. We by no means endorse violence on this podcast. Well, we we know for a fact that Todd Gurley is a listener. Um, so hi, Todd. Yeah. So hey, Todd. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Um, we'll say right, no things about you. I promise, Todd. What? <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's talk about the Seahawks who are coming in undefeated against the Cardinals at the Cardinals who are four and two. The Seahawks are favorited three uh, and a half under. Um, Zach, I see you filling in all of our names for the Seahawks, but I'm going Cardinals, baby. I'm going Cardinals. I believe in Kyler Murray. I know that when we were playing, when the Washington football team played the Cardinals, I spammed Zach's phone with short jokes and <laughs> jokes about how bad Kyler Murray actually is. But um, I'm taking the cards on this one. Uh, they're they're legit, dude. I mean, I know that it was a terrible, terrible Cowboys defense, but legit, Joe. All right, I'm gonna say le- I'm gonna say like whatever is under legit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna do real. You know what? You know who's field. legit? You know who's legit is the Seahawks team. The Seahawks, Seahawks team is legit. The Seahawks offense is legit. If the okay, if the Cardinals keep up with the Seahawks, I will say they are legit. Until they have whooped up on bad teams for the past like five weeks. Hell like, yeah! They played the they played the Washington football team. They played the Jets. They 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 didn't even play the Jets that well. They only beat them by like a touchdown, and, and they've had a couple. Of, I don't know, man. I just think the Seahawks are the real deal. I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm sorry to cut you off, Joe. I just I couldn't listen to that anymore. Saying that the Cardinals were legit because I I think Russell Wilson is going to put the short man in the short man's place because Russell Wilson is the short quarterback, the one and only in the league. Wow. All right. So. Some hard words coming from over there. Brent, let's hear what you got. Kyler Murray looks like a toddler running away from his older brother after he did something wrong. <laughs> yeah, but he's a fast toddler. <laughs> Lazing. You know, he can get away. He, he keeps those drives alive. He, he, he's good. Um, I did not expect that out of their defense this past week. I don't know about you guys, but their defense. I mean, Buda Baker, we all know he's great. Buda's the shining star in their defense after they lost Chandler Jones. But I love Russell Wilson. Their defense is awful. I think it's going to be a shootout or if not a shootout, a close game, at least they're going to be going back and forth. It's going to be the Russell Wilson, Kyle Murray show. And I'm going to give the tip to Russell, you know, Russell's great. And I think Tyler Lockett's been having a couple down weeks. He's going to bounce back whenever, you know, Seattle decides to get Jamal back. Um, I'm sure that was really worth the trade. Him playing so much for them right now, you know, he can't run his mouth when he's sitting on the bench, though. So, um, I'm still going with Seattle. I love Russell Wilson. Their defense, 
needs work and Kyler Murray's gonna expose a lot of a lot of holes in their defense, but I'm giving the tip to Russell. Brent, those sound like some fresh wounds that you're talking from. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving. Uh, let's talk about the Jaguars, who are one and five, at the um, L.A. Chargers, who are one and four. Um, the Chargers coming off of a bye week, uh, and they are favored um, seven and a half. Uh, Brent, let's hear what you got on that one. Uh, I love Justin Herbert. Dude's got a cannon. Dude has a cannon for an arm. Um, I think Mike, when Mike Williams is healthy, that dude makes some acrobatic catches. He's a very good wide receiver, very serviceable for them. If they ever get Eckler back, they can really kind of get it going. I think Herbert is going to find the right matchup where they can actually finish out a game and um, get the W. The Jags, they're, they're a sinking ship, man. They've been losing to a bunch, a bunch of disastrous franchises. So I like Minshew, but um, I think the Chargers got it this week. Herbert's going to chop them up. Yeah. Zach? Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers as well um, for those exact reasons as well. I, I really do enjoy Justin Herbert. I think his development in Oregon has made him into the quarterback he is now, which is the quarterback that can be thrusted into the NFL and learn as quick as possible that way and end up being a very good franchise quarterback if they protect him. But that being said – the Chargers franchise, the way that they got to him at the pick number, like, what did they get him at, like, six or something? Yeah. Um, the way that that happened with Philip Rivers playing bad with all this talent around him, maybe it was just time. You have a quarterback for that long. That's kind of what happens. Um, I, I think that was interesting, but I think it's really rejuvenated this team. I think Lance Lynn's defensive-minded, and that's huge because I think they still have a pretty solid defense with Derwin James and, uh, Melvin Ingram, um, they got uh, Derwin James is out for the season. Yeah, man, I'm thinking everybody saying everybody's out. He could ever get healthy. Their defense, yeah. I mean, yeah, I if get healthy, their team would actually be legit. Yeah, Desmond if, King. If either one of you guys watched Hard Knocks, then you would have known about Derwin James. I mean, yeah. I knew Derwin was out. <laughs> like Zach Zach didn't know Dan Quinn got fired last week. If I'm, I'm, I'm over two now. I'm over yeah, two. Zach, 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 you know we're talking about football, right? Yeah. No, not, I'm not. Not the other football. Not football. <laughs> we're we're not football. We're we're not in Europe. We're not in Europe. But, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm taking the Chargers. Um, yeah, they. I think that their one and four record does not really reflect how well they've been playing. Um, I think that the Jaguars are, you know, I'm, I'm typically the first guy to be on Minshew Mania, but that is, that, that's, I feel like I, the, the overall records between us three are a lot closer because I keep picking the Jags. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to wise up and I'm going to take the Chargers this week. And ju just so I can have that one extra game over you guys. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm going Chargers this know, week. Man. Real cocky, Joe. I mean, you, well, you hey, you know it's what? only it's only been a couple weeks. 
I'm just, hey, I'm just long saying. season. I mean, if the season survives, which I mean, we're praying it does. I, I'm pretty sure they'll push it through either way. But Joe, I mean, it's a long season, dude. I'm just and, saying, hey, when you're on top, you gotta enjoy it. Hey, you know, I'm going. I'm, I'm gunning for your spot, man. I'm coming. I'm, I'm right, not gonna well, deviate from my plans. Good, good luck. Good luck. It's all I'm gonna say. All right, so let's move on to the 49ers, who are three and three at the New England Patriots, who are two and three. Uh, the Patriots are favorited under two. Uh, Brent, or sorry, Zach, let's hear what you got on the one. Um, I got the Patriots, although they really let me down last week. Um, actually, hold on. You know, I'm going 49ers. I'm flipping it back. I just had a game time decision right there. I'm flipping it back. I think the 49ers go in and steal one against um, – Bill Belichick, I think uh, Kittle goes in there and lights up that that defense. Um, hope, hopefully, Jimmy G is he starting? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. So, I mean, hopefully, he plays well enough. He doesn't turn the ball over. I think they have a legitimate chance of winning. Um, their defense plays well. Um, you know, obviously, the recipe for them to win is run the ball, don't turn the ball over, play good defense, and they can come out of uh, Foxborough with a win. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots have had more issues with COVID than any team in the NFL besides maybe the Titans week after week. You know, they've been limited with practice. They've been limited with players. Their travel schedule has been all messed up. A week or two ago, they literally showed up at game time. They literally showed up on – they didn't travel till Sunday. They got off the flight, showed up, let's play football. That sounds so, a lot like my college rugby game. I mean, pretty, pretty, pretty damn close. Got you know? uh, 49ers got back on track last week. I love George Kittle. He is phenomenal. I think he's the best tight end in, in the league. It's not even, I mean, Kelsey's a close second, but Kittle is just so good. I think the Patriots bounce back though. They had a rough week last week against Denver. I think that was an anomaly. Um, I think they're going to get back to basics with just, running the ball with cam because that's what opens up their offense that's the best that's the best bet they got i'm going with the patriots yeah um i am uh probably gonna go with the 49ers on this one um i think that the uh cam cam looked out of sync last week i think um they couldn't really get anything going uh they tried pulling out a trick play which was which was fun to see Two trick um, plays, I believe. Yeah, so I mean, they, they did that same play twice. With oh, really? Edelman. Yeah, that that means they're really desperate. They're really digging down deep for that, and you know, the the Patriots kind of turned it on towards the end of the game, but it was too little, too late. So, yeah, exactly. Um, and the 49ers, they looked good. They looked good for the majority of the game. Um, they came out a little flat in the second half, but. Uh, you know, I think that the 49ers, they did enough to get that win. So Kittle's back. You know, I think that's the big, the big, you know, shining thing to talk about other than Jimmy G being back. Jimmy G's back. He's healthy. He's fine. But Kittle is back. That is, back. that is the impact statement. That's the impact player. That's the impact guy. He's, he's making plays. If he's making plays, that 49ers team is, is good. So, um, uh, their running back, uh, I don't, I can never pronounce his name right. It more, more stat, more. Um, Raheem Mostert. Mostert. 
more cert, right? Most cert, yeah. He, he looks pretty Mostert. good. He looks pretty good. So, um, yeah, I'm going Mostert. with the Niners on this one. All right, so next Mostert. game we've got the Chiefs and the Broncos. The Chiefs are coming in at five and one. The Broncos are two and three with that upset against the Patriots. Um, the Chiefs are favorited under nine and a half. Brent? Um, I know the the Broncos had the upset against the Pats last week. Um, their defense actually played really, really well, which was surprising because they have a lot of injuries. Von Miller's out. Uh, is Nick Chubb, or not Nick Chubb, Bradley Chubb, is he playing for them now? Is he yeah. back? He got hurt. He got hurt again? I'm not sure. Uh, um, I am really curious to see how Le'Veon Bell plays for the Chiefs and how they use him, if he's going to be their goal line guy, if you know they're just going to try to get him involved in the pass game. Because Hilaire – uh, was running last week like a man that did not want to lose his job. He knows who just came into town. Yeah. And he's going to keep running hard to keep it that way. So I'm curious to see how they get Bell involved. They have so many weapons now. So many. Mahomes just comes out there and he's just like, uh, you, 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 you. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Unbelievable. I'm yeah. going Chiefs. On my notes, I literally have Patrick Mahomes is too fucking good. Uh, he's too fucking good, dude. Yeah. Screaming at the rooftops. You know, you said the same thing about Kittle and no argument there. Mahomes is too fucking good. Yeah. I mean, just look at Lamar this year. I know he won the MVP last year, but he's struggling. I mean, just look at the different. Who would you rather have? Right. Exactly. I mean, Mahomes. Rhetorical. Yeah. Zach, let's hear what you got. Oh, Chiefs. All the way, man. Yeah. Mahomes surprise, is. Surprise. Mahomes is the best the absolute best quarterback in the league. Um, the way that he plays is next level than anybody else. And I was actually listening to Loose Rick, one of the, uh, like yesterday morning, and he was talking about how scary it is that his understanding of defenses has even grown more from not only from his first year to his second year, but from, his, from you know, his Super Bowl MVP year to this year, which is just a scary thing to think about. Um, his arm power is what uh, lets him do what he can and the way that he his footwork coincides with his throwing motion it's really like a, a thing of art honestly to see the way that he scrambles will get gets out of the pockets he'll flip his hips he'll flip his hips right to go down to the line and then he'll square up his shoulders and then make a dart pass or he'll do no look pass or he'll just do it, it's insane what he can do with the ball is great um Broncos has no, has, has, will have no answer for him and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, who also might also be the second best tight end in the league, if not um, one. I think he's really close to a complete uh, tight end, just like George Kittle. So, yeah. Um, uh, Brent, go ahead. I think what's truly unbelievable about him is remember it came out like a year or two ago that he just recently learned how to read defenses? Yeah. I think that was like, like he, right when he came into the league, he, he had just really sat down and mm. coach probably just asked him, was like, do you know how to read defenses? And he's probably just like, no, not really. No one ever taught me. And yeah, that is why he's taking, he's going to keep taking steps. Cause it was just off pure athletic and natural talent up until this mm. point. So now you combine that with 
seems like he's got like the Brady type worth work ethic where he's just going to keep going and going and keep getting better and better. So I don't see, like, we have no clue how good he can truly be because he's going to keep taking steps when you're really just learning how to break apart a defense. I don't know how you can stop him. Yeah. And you gave him bell. You gave him Le'Veon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to read, I'm going to read two of my, of my comments when I was watching these games this last week. So for the Broncos, I said this five times. Can't punch it in. Their kicker scored 18 points for them. That, those were their only points for the Broncos. That's incredibly worrisome. If they're in the red zone, if they're within kicking distance and they can't punch it in five times, that's insane. So I'm going to read the other thing that I wrote for the Chiefs. How are they this wide open? How do their wide receivers get this wide open? The Chiefs are good in all aspects of the game. They're good in run. They're good in pass. They're good punting. They're good kicking. They're good everything. I bet their water boy is top in the league. I'm telling you, the Chiefs are so fucking good. Um, and, like, listen to this stat. The time of possession in the third quarter was 26 minutes to 18. Like, that's a huge fucking difference between them and the Bills, who the Bills are are a legit offense. So that speaks volumes about the Chiefs. I, I think um, unless something happens, I think the Chiefs are going to win out. Um Maybe they drop one game against somebody they didn't really prepare for or something, but that's I'm, I'm the only problem at this point. Yeah. Yeah. To answer your question, I think the reason that they get so open is because you who do you who can you key in on key in on? Right. You, you got Kelsey, Tariq Hill, you got Edward Zulaire, now you got Bell, you got McCole Hardman, you got Denard Robinson, and you got Mahomes at the center of it, who's just sitting there like licking his chops. Right, wheeling and dealing. Who do you double? You can't double anyone. You can't double Hill because then Kelsey's open. You can't double Kelsey, then Hill and Hardman's open. You got to keep two safeties back and he just picks you apart down low. It's... Your best bets to Nancy Kerrigan, all of them. Just go in and and knock all of their knees out. That's, That's your best bet to beat the Jeeps. Your best bet is to just come in and just like be buddy, buddy, be like, hey, we're going to have a good game and then just hope they just don't show up. Right. You got to hope they just went out drinking the night before. I mean, let's all hope that every team in the NFL is COVID conscious now. But you got to hope that they just don't show up. Maybe overlook you on the schedule, something like that. You're looking ahead to next week. That's the only way that they're going to lose right now. I mean, um, all right. So let's keep moving. Here. We got the Buccaneers who are four and two and the Raiders who are three and two. Um, I'm taking the Bucks here. Uh, I like uh, the way that they played against the Packers last week, and I don't think anybody's stopping them, especially the Raiders. Um, you know, I, I like the Raiders, but they're coming off a bye week. Um, they're coming off, you know, that big win against the Chiefs. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with the Bucks on this one, Brent. I this is the only game that I don't have circled. Because I am still going back and forth. I think I got it figured out for the most part now. 
Um, I really think the Bucks are starting to hit their stride with Ronald Jones um, toting the rock. They're, that just opens up everything for Brady. That makes his life so much easier. Gronk's kind of coming alive now. He had a, a nice touchdown last week. Um, I think with the Raiders, if they can get their run game going against the Bucks D, I think they have a really good chance of winning this game. Um, I, I'm not sure how they're going to do coming off the bye. Like you said, I think they might just not really be up for it. And the Bucks are hitting their stride right now. And someone like Brady doesn't let you, like, doesn't let you get, he's going to keep you focused, you know, you're going to keep the goal in mind. So they're going to keep rolling. Um, I think, I think it's going to be a close game, but I'm going to go Bucks. Yeah. Zach, who do you got? I have the Bucks as well. Um, they looked, they looked, I mean, you were saying the Packers came out firing, so they even got smacked in the face and faced some adversity uh, at the home field. And that was a must game, must win game for them. Um, and they, uh, they responded very well. And I think they uh, really are following Tom's leadership. And I think it's starting to show in the way that they're playing. Um, Bruce Arians is starting to get more comfortable play calling as well. For Tom, you can see he's just getting the rhythm of things and it does take a couple of weeks and I think we were mentioning earlier it's gradually really huge that there was no preseason that messes up a lot of I guess like acclimation to the league for a lot of people um, especially rookies and also people coming off of injuries um, take some couple of weeks just to get into it um, and then even more so a couple more weeks to excel um, but I think we're going to start seeing a lot closer games and a lot better a lot better games too. I think the talent as well. I think, you know, I think something that they were talking about was there going to be drop off in, in skill level for the first couple of weeks. Um, and that's something that just because there was no preseason and I was actually very impressed that there really wasn't, um, there really wasn't that sloppy of play per se back then. Mm-hmm. And even now, so um, I think they've done a great job. And um, even with the COVID bases, I'm pretty happy with how um, everybody is doing Um you know, I guess you could hear a couple teams coming out with stuff, but we'll see if, you know, we'll see if the season goes through. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, I think, sorry to, sorry, Joe. No, you're good. I'm done. Second, um, I really do think that people have undervalued the preseason for years. They've tried yeah. to play it as like a, like a money grubbing ploy by the NFL, but you need it. These are grown men. Like they know how to play football. You know, I mean, if I, the young guys coming in, they needed to learn and make the rosters and stuff, but the veterans and everyone else, they need preseason just to, you know, get the calluses off, just to get back into the lick of things. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're seeing that people are starting to figure it out now. It was the highest scoring in league history, I think, in the first month of the season. Um, defenses were all out of whack. I think they're finally starting to figure it out a little bit more too. And if there's one thing I've really noticed, guys, have you guys noticed how much better these defenders are at tackling legally? Yeah. Changed rules. Dude, like that's I that's why I applaud defense, man. Like they figure it out. These guys are getting real good at hitting them right here in the chest, legal, not helmet to helmet. I'm I'm really impressed. Some of these dudes yeah. have been getting laid out. I don't know if you've noticed, like there's been a couple of really hard hits and it's all legal, which is great. That's, that's, what's impressive. They're figuring it out. They really are. They're getting a lot better at it. They're hitting them right here. 
All right, so let's go ahead and finish this up with Monday night's game of the Bears, who are five and one, at the Rams, who are four and two. I am really undecided on this one. Oh, the Rams are under six on this one. Um, I'm really undecided on this one because every time I pick against the Bears, uh, they um, every time I pick against the Bears, they win. So uh, I don't know. I'm gonna go with the Bears on this one. Zach, I'm going with the Rams. I can't believe you went with the Bears. I'm very surprised. Um, I think the Rams are going to need to bounce back um, for sure after their loss last week. So, I, and the Bears—they're on a good roll, but I just—I think that the Rams have the defensive line, and they'll be—I don't know—they'll be able to dominate you know, the point of attack. And I think that goes a long way in beating a team like the. The Bears, who are kind of offensively challenged, and I, I don't know. I, I think that the Rams win a close game. I think it's a low-scoring game, but the Rams win. Brent. So Nick Nick Foles posed the million-dollar question: Would you rather lose pretty or win ugly? And they have been winning hideously, but but it's winning. Nick's Nick's been looking. You know, he's not looking bad. And I think, I think they're going to figure it out. I, I think the fact that they can keep winning these close games, it says a lot about them. And their defense, it, it's top in the league. It really is. It's one of the highest in the league. And the Rams, they've been kind of – they do the same thing every year. They kind of under – they've been under underachieving since the Super Bowl. I don't know what it is, you know. I mean, they don't really use cup anymore. I'm, I'm going Bears. I – I think they're going to figure it out because they can win the close games. Wow. That'll be interesting. That is really good. That'll be really interesting. I, I think that um, the bears, I think Nick Foles has won a couple of really close games. You're right. They've been really ugly, but um, they've been ugly, but they keep winning. They're winning. You're Not right. Until they run into I like, get a, it. I don't get it. <laughs> dude. I, I, I bet against them last week and I'm just like, dude, I, Maybe I'm gonna be wrong. Maybe me betting on them will be will be what uh, turns the tide. But I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Actually, I was watching um, NFL Live yesterday, and one of the um, anchors asked Aaron Donald why he's never sacked uh, Nick Foles. And uh, if I were Nick Foles, I would send threats to that woman because that that that's <laughs> fucked up. That is something that you do not do. You do not challenge, uh, yeah, you do not challenge Aaron Donald like that. So if Nick Foles- His livelihood. Um, which uh, which we, we all know that Nick Foles is a listener to our podcast. So Nick, be Hello, careful. Nick. Um, be careful out there and maybe buy your offensive line something nice uh, so that they know, or, you know, maybe get some blackmail for the offensive line so that they, you know, play better. So- um, against the offensive line what blackmail against the offensive line yeah you know because if if no man you wait (laughs) nick Nick, here's what you do you go out you get them some chipotle you know you maybe get them you 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 get them some new tires for their pickup trucks you you do something like that you 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 get their house refurbished do something like that man you got to get it going you got to get them motivated and pumped up to play for you that's what you got to do nick All right, well, 
uh, we're going to go ahead and close out this week. Uh, guys, thanks so much for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Um, and thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been uh, the guys who talk about sports week seven NFL picks. Uh, if you guys want to say anything, go ahead. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Rate us on your podcast, wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, let it be known that I will bounce back this week. Joe, you've been cocky for far too long. I've been putting it to the side, but I'm calling you out on the podcast for everyone to hear, all the listeners. I'm, I'm gunning for number one. And Is there going to be a wager for the winner? Short-lived. That put... Put any any wager on it. Guys, I don't make enough money to do this. Once once we uh once we start getting money from this podcast, that's when uh that's when the wagers will come. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. So we're gonna go ahead and close out. Cool. <laughs>